0: Welcome to the Viking Age Podcast, part of the Fan Sided Podcast Network. Now, please welcome your host, Adam Patrick.
1: All right, welcome to the Viking Age Podcast, the official podcast for thevikingage.com. I'm your host, Adam Patrick. I'm the editor and lead writer for The Viking Age. Before we get started today, Make sure to follow the Viking Age on Twitter and Facebook. The site's username on Twitter is at the Viking Age, and you can follow the site's Facebook page by heading to facebook.com/slash the Viking Age. All right. On today's show, we've got Dominic Fister. He writes for us here at the Viking Age, and he's been on the show in the past. So welcome back to the show, Dominic.
2: Yeah, it's a pleasure to be back, Adam. Thank you for having me on. I was excited to be joining the show. Had, you know, really excited. A lot of good things to talk about on Saturday. A lot of high expectations to talk about. And then as the day proceeded today, um, morale kind of sunk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Dominic is referring to the Vikings' week one loss to the Cincinnati Bengals on Sunday. They lost 27-24. to 24. Uh, on a last-second field goal in overtime. Um, it was a, it was kind of a back-and-forth game, I guess. In the beginning, the Vikings took the lead, and the Bengals kind of went on a run, and then the Vikings came back and, and went into overtime. But at the end, the Vikings get the loss. Uh, it's disappointing. They start the season 0-1. Um, and as I did last year on this show, When the Vikings lose, we start with the negatives instead of the positives. So let's just get right into it, start with some negatives. I'll just go first and get right to the penalties, which there were 12 of them. Actually, I believe they were flagged for 17, but only 12 of them were accepted. Um, 12 for 116 yards. It's very hard to win a football game no matter how many points you score or whatever when you have 12 penalties um, any team will tell you that a lot of them were on the offensive line a lot of them were false starts and, and holding calls even uh, i believe a personal foul on haliuto um but you just can't have that you're not you're, you're not going to be able to win when you get 12 penalties the vikings are that's an uncharacteristic thing for the vikings they're typically not that that much of a penalized team since mike zimmer's been uh the head coach, so it was kind of odd, but at the same time it was once again it was mostly the offensive line. So it wasn't like this was the whole team being undisciplined. It was really just just one unit. So
2: I think I think this is a unit uh that Vikings fans in the past have kinda seen just poor output. Oh yeah. For for a team that is you know has had so much success running the football in the past and wants to run the football. It is interesting to see. I don't know if it's like a lack of investment or just miss, you know, just missing on picks or just getting unlucky with injuries. But this is a team who for the past decade or so wants to run the ball. It has built its identity on running the ball and has had success, but can't find that unit for all five positions to, you know, consistently Create gaps, openings, protection, and just produce. And I think that, you know, we've seen Matt Khalil come and go. Um, I still have nightmares, wake up over TJ Clemmings. And <laughs> I just think mm-hmm. that, yeah, they're, they're ever since like I remember the days of like Phil hole mm-hmm. and Brian McKinney.
1: Oh, yeah. and Steve you know, Hutchinson. And
2: Steve Hutchinson, Hall of Famer. And, you know, just guys like Peterson was running behind and I, I think that we just haven't given Dalvin Cook that offensive line. But that being said, you're not going to have – it's not the norm to have, like, Hall of Famers every year on your offensive line. But yeah. I, I, this is really a unit that has just totally deterred seasons at a time oh, for, for sure. the Vikings. And today, I think that they're certainly – they did not play well today. I don't think that's up for discussion. Um, one of my other negatives, I think that this goes back to training camp and Kirk Cousins missed some time in training camp. Um, and I think you saw that today on, I think in the first half, there were five false starts. So I I think that's just communication. I think that's a result of lack of reps and not being used to the cadence. Uh, you got some new faces and some new positions. Yep. Um, so I think that the lack of reps between Kirk Cousins and his offensive line led to false starts. We had illegal formations. Uh, it just looked like a team that did not have a training camp, did not have a preseason.
1: And- yeah, they looked like they were off for the last two weeks, which they pretty much were. Um, they did only give up three sacks, but I'm curious to see how much how many pressures they gave up. We'll find that out probably tomorrow because um, I think I feel like the. Bengals defensive line or at least just their defense was in Cousins face pretty much all day long um and you know he I guess I what on the broadcast the Fox broadcast they mentioned how how Zimmer commented that you know Kirk Cousins is holding the ball too long and then they kind of showed that the Bengals were covering the Vikings receivers pretty well um but I do think it was a little bit of a little b- bit of both I feel like Cousins was a little uh maybe a little shaky in there in the in the pocket maybe some some week one jitters or whatever I guess maybe he still gets those um but it seems like he it seems like he needs a couple games to get kind of in in the groove uh every season you know we've seen this early in the past we saw this last year um when they struggled we saw this you know I think his first year with the Vikings when they had that like I think was a week three loss to the Bills um so, you know, this this stuff happens. He still, Kirk Cousins still had a good game. He had three, he threw for 351 yards and, and two touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, so he wasn't terrible out there, but at the same time, um, he I feel like maybe, I feel like, did he throw downfield? Like, I think he threw, he targeted guys downfield, but I felt like a lot of the yards he got were like guys' yards after the catch. So
2: I think everyone looking back out today will remember the feeling slant on and four, 4 Yeah. The touchdown. So that in, in the stat sheet, I don't know how, how long it was, but it's a long throw from Cousins of Thielen. When yeah, in like 20, 25,
1: 30 yards, yeah. 25,
2: 30 yards, but in reality, it's five yards length. Thielen yeah. does the rest. I think you see a lot of check downs to Cook, and you yeah. know he's obviously taking what the defense gives him, but I think um, what was a little concerning to me, it looked like him and Justin Jefferson could not get on the same page today. Yeah. I've seen a lot. There was a, one specific play where um, he, he had uh, Justin Jefferson kind of going over the middle. And the announcers brought this up on the Fox broadcast as well. But he was late
1: yeah. on the
2: delivery, and he threw it behind Jefferson. Yep. And they had yep. him for a big gain. I forget what down a down distance, but would have been a big pickup for first down and just held it late, threw it behind. And there was also another one on, on third down in the red zone. Yep. where he threw it over the head of Jefferson. And it just looked like those two couldn't get on the same page. And I think it also goes back to camp. You had Jefferson's injury, yep. not his fault, yep. but yep. Cousins missing time as well. And I, I feel like the main story coming out of camp was just like Jake Browning just getting a million reps and <laughs> n- not even being on the roster. So I think it, it it's week one, so we're 0-1 now. Yep. But we have a, you know, if you look back a year ago, or we have a 16-game season now. It's yep. just, you know, business as usual, 16-game season, little adversity.
1: Um, yeah, and, I, and I, they started 0-1 in, in uh, 2015, and they they that Monday night loss to the Niners. Um, and they, they went on to win the division and make the playoffs. So it's not the end of the world.
2: Yeah, I think uh, looking around the scores right now, I think the whole division's going to go 0-4 yes, this week. So, yes.
1: so
2: uh, we just, just play regular 16-game season now.
1: And, and you could say, depending on how – Sunday night's game goes with the Bears and the Rams and the Vikings look the best out of all the you, yeah. I, I, teams.
2: I think that the, uh, the Lions look kind of good today. They the did. They, they came back when they were they playing against back.
1: well like prevent defense or whatever. We <laughs> <mean>. <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: but I, th- I think tonight's game I think the Rams are. Uh, yeah. Chicago's going to be in trouble. I would not be surprised to see Justin Fields in there by like the
1: third quarter. But oh, That's what everyone says. We'll I'm see. like, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe the Bears are, are stubborn. Yeah, Jefferson, he had nine targets. Uh, today we only had five catches. Um, yeah, he had uh,
2: five for seventy-one today. Yeah. And I, I swear that was a touchdown. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, that was my negative. I think offensive line timing and just efficiency of the offense. Like, yeah. and, and then the referee instant replay is my negative.
1: The yeah. Is like, I, will, I, will, will. I didn't like. I had a feeling that they were gonna on the Dalvin Cook fumble in overtime. I had a feeling that they were gonna keep let that stand because they originally call it a fumble so they would need the you know it to be very conclusive to overturn it um so I kind of wish that they just would have called that like a down play and then but then they wouldn't have been able to to look at it like the Bengals would have challenge that if um it was called a fumble so maybe they did that on purpose you know call it a fumble so that way you can just look at it automatically but I think if you ask most people that they would say that he was down but it was just you could argue it either way because it's the views or whatever. It's like so very millisecond close, where like he's down and and then the ball's coming, or maybe the ball's slightly loose as he's going down. It's just it was hard to tell. And those like they gotta get—I don't know—they need like super HD, eight K, four K view to like we
2: have the technology. I Fox know, right? Yeah, right. Um, but I played when I played at Colgate University. I had a coach, Dan Hunt. Coach, on if you are listened to this, yeah. thinking of you, but he used to say like, "Don't even leave it up a chance. Don't oh, put no. the ball. Don't yeah. put the ball on the ground. I don't care if you're down or or what, but just if, don't put the ball on the ground. Don't leave it up a chance."
1: Yeah, like even if you feel like you're down, just just hold on to that ball no matter what. And Dalvin Cook's had he's had some. You could say he's had some fumbling problems uh, in his career. Nothing like Adrian Peterson. <laughs> um, or even or even Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins has has fumbled a lot in his career. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just unfortunate because I feel like Dalvin Cook they, and, and the Vikings. they kind of just they were they looked like they were driving to get in field goal range and and get the win. And then that happens kind of just takes the air out of everything. And then you have the uh, the fourth down, uh, an inches play that the Bengals ran and and kind of deceived yeah, that was a great them. Play call. Was, and Burrow did that. He 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 mm-hmm. checked it from a, a run to a pass. So that was that was all on him.
2: Yeah, when we were running the ball. I told my girlfriend she was watching the game with they I said we won. We won. Right. <laughs> I, I thought it was over, and uh, it just goes to show how <clears throat> goes to show how hard it is to
1: win a football game, and just and how quickly things can change. Yeah. Just just yeah. and one one play is all it took, and that's mm-hmm. that's a lot of times that's how it is. Um. Did you have any other negatives? Uh, what were my three? I said
2: offensive line, instant yes. replay.
1: Yeah. And Jeff, <laughs> and Jeff, or like
2: and uh yeah, just overall um, I don't know, I don't know, operations yeah. of the offense. So All those right. are my three negatives.
1: I got a I got a few. I got losing to the Bengals, who have won six <laughs> games total in the last two years, which you know what? They could be better because they did add a lot of talent. You know, Joe Joe Burrow's back. It uh, looks like their defense, at least their pass rush, will be a little better. It's always hard to estimate, though, when you're going against the Vikings offensive line. Yeah. Jamar Chase looks pretty good. He looks like he can actually catch, not drop everything like everyone's been saying in practice. Apparently, uh, that was over-exaggerated. Not that that would ever happen. Uh, Bashad Breeland, <laughs> uh, not so sure about him. We're, he's supposed to be, you know, the other lockdown corner. It looks like he was dealing with some sort of injury. I think a shoulder injury or something. And... um Obviously, let that, that touchdown to Jamar Chase. Not sure if that was totally his fault or maybe a miscommunication with the safety. Um, the run defense was supposed to be better this year. They gave up 149 yards on the ground. Um, so that's something they need to fix. He thought We thought it would be better with Pierce and Delvin Tomlinson in there, but that wasn't the case. Um, didn't like that Mike Zimmer challenge on the Jefferson play because they're on the one-yard line. They're going to get four chances and they lo- they lost timeout, which, which could have been coming handy at the end of the game. They could have maybe taken a timeout and taken a shot at the end zone, which I also didn't like uh, in the fourth quarter there where they were just kind of letting time run out and they didn't even take a shot when I felt like they maybe should have, but maybe they just didn't feel good about things. Um, and then lastly, picking heads at the coin toss. You got to pick tails. Everyone picks tails. What are we picking heads for? Did they
2: pick heads? That's- yeah. That hurts. Everyone picks tails. Come on, Everyone. it's always tails. Hey, Randy Moss. Randy, Randy right? Moss told the. What are we always Dodd- doing, doing, Madden? Pepper. What are we always yeah. doing? Madden? tails. tails. <laughs> that's that's just that's football one on one. I know
1: that is. All right, we will get some positives because there was there's some good stuff to take away from this game. It is a loss. Um, but well, to start, I just I liked that they came back from. Being down 14 points you know they could have just mailed it in and you know argued on the sidelines or whatever but you know they kept their composure took advantage of the opportunities took advantage of the Bengals what going for a fourth and one on their own 30 took advantage they went for it on those fourth downs and got got the touchdown to Thielen they just they they kept going at it and uh, last year I don't know if that would have been the case I don't I don't know if they would have been able to do that with the I think they have just more more veteran leadership on this this team this year, so they're these guys aren't going to get down immediately. They're going to be like, guys, we still have so much time left on the clock. We got plenty of time to come back, and, and they did. Came back, tied the game, went to overtime. Obviously, they lost, but I really just like the way that they 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 kept hanging in there. And I know it's the Bengals, but it's an NFL team, and it's it's not it's not the Jaguars. Uh, so they're they're kind of they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna have some upsets, upsets like this this year too. So they're not a terrible team, but I like the way that they just hung in there.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think you know in the NFL, uh, any wins are good any given Sunday. Yeah. I think you know I'm still optimistic. I, I'm not gonna over. I was overreacting after the game was over. <laughs> but I, I took a long walk and I, I you know, watched a little bit of the Packers game. And yeah. Realized right. that it's not all bad, but. I think number one thing to take away is Adam Thielen's not going anywhere.
1: Oh no he, this, yes.
2: this is his team on offense. This is his offense. And he when you need uh when you need a play, uh, Adam Thielen's gonna be there all reliable all day long. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Um so that's good to see. Uh, even we didn't get the running game going today, but no. it's good to see that you can still lead on Adam Thielen. Another positive for me was that KJ Osborne isn't yeah. just a, a camp player. Um he's a reliable wide receiver three so really really excited to see him settle into that role he had some really big first downs today I think yep. towards the end of the game that fourth down little snipe over KJ Osborne on the left side
1: yeah it's seven it was catches. really nice
2: yeah seven catches 76 yards um nine targets to say he tied uh, Justin Jefferson in it's targets
1: that, it's that 17 that's, that's the number you gotta wear when you're the uh number three receiver the Vikings because that's what Jerry Wright used to wear, and he was, you know, yeah. Mr. Mr. Third down.
2: Love, love Jerry Shrey. Um, I also think that you know, I'd love to see it. it remind, I really thought it was going to remind me of that Broncos game, was it two years ago? Yeah, or, or last yep. year, yeah, yep, two
1: years ago, 2019. Sure.
2: Just, just too many mistakes. Yeah, um, just, just not a did not look like a Zimmer coach football team between yeah. the penalties and the inability to stop the run was surprising to me because this is a team who in the years past has been the least penalized team right. in the NFL. So to see them make these mistakes, Zimmer has to be, <laughs> I would not want right? to be reporting yeah. on him, and, but I, meet- I don't know.
1: That meeting should be fun in the morning tomorrow. My, my,
2: my other positive is that it's, it's September 12th. Yeah. There's a lot of football left to play. So yep. Uh, welcome, welcome Arizona next week. And yeah, look, you know, f- look forward to that.
1: They beat them, and then everyone feels totally different, right? Um, right about this season. So yeah, I think there's. I'm gonna put something out tomorrow on the Viking Age about uh like the biggest overreactions, and I'm I'm sure I'll come up with plenty because there's there's a lot from today. Um, what else did I like? I like Michael Pierce he had two sacks, maybe two and a half, because I feel like he got a little little piece of that that first mm-hmm. one that Nick Nick Vigil had. Um, let's see. Special teams looked a lot better than they were last year. Jordan Jordan Barry, the punter, he looked like a good pickup. Uh, he had Harrison Hand on, on punt coverage there. He had a great tackle. Uh, I think on the kickoff return where he tackled him on like the ten or five yard line. Yeah. yeah,
2: I think I, I thought for a second that Jordan Barry made the play of the day. The Vikings. He totally he flipped the field. He punted from yeah, like our ten yard line and put it inside the Bengals 10 yard. It was like a full field. And apartment. he's the
1: hold, he's the holder too. So he had something to do with, you know, Greg Joseph. Uh, that's another one of mine. He made all of his kicks, all three extra points, his 53 yarder. Thank um, God. <laughs> <laughs> even though, uh, a Bengals player was trying to like psych him out, trying to do like the, the Scotty Pippen, the Carl Malone, uh, you mm-hmm. know, mailman doesn't live around Sunday thing. Uh, but you know, Greg Joseph maintained his composure and, uh, it's something that a Vikings kicker, you know, we're not used to seeing from a Vikings kicker hit a hit a clutch kick. Luckily, un- unfortunately, it didn't uh, result in the win. But and then there's some things I liked. The Vikings third down defense It was very good there. The Bengals were three for fourteen on third down. The pass rush looks like it's back. The Vikings had five sacks. Uh, I believe they had twenty three all of last year. So that's like already they have twenty percent of their sacks they had from last year. And then the last thing I got is. Uh, We've we've mentioned it a couple times, but the Packers just getting destroyed today. Uh, Last last I checked, it was like thirty eight to seven. So and they just pulled Aaron. I think they pulled Aaron Rodgers too. They stuck Jordan Love out there. Uh, Awesome. Yes, because Aaron Rodgers had like a thirty five quarterback rating or something. So that so for those Vikings fans who are a little down today, just you know, look at that Packers score and probably light you light you right back up. Um, But yeah. I like you. I'm, I'm still pretty optimistic. I was optimistic after the game, just mostly just because they were able to come back. If they if they you know lost by 14, um, I would have felt a lot a lot differently. Um, but you know, it's just cliche to say, but this team showed fight. They yeah, should.
2: and and you know, 24 first downs. Cincinnati had 20, uh, 403 yeah. total yards. Cincinnati had 366. So yeah. offense looked good, right? Yeah. Can't can't really complain. Yeah. Offense looked good. I could use a, I
1: could use a little less uh, run calls on second and long because those are Why? still happening today.
2: <laughs> they, lo- I, I don't understand. it. I don't understand that.
1: Um, and they're not even in Dalvin Cook. They're like to Amir Abdullah or like <laughs> Alexander Madison. I'm like, I, I understand maybe if it's Dalvin Cook because he can break one whenever, but if he's not out there, what are you doing? Like it was like second and because penalties, it was like second and twenty five or something. They ran the ball. I'm like, what? I think they
2: left the league in that last year.
1: Yeah, running, running it for but I did. I did like you know what I did like the play calling, um, from from Gary Kube, not Gary mm-hmm. Kube, Clint Kubiak. Clint Kubiak. Yep. He had the yeah, he he mixed in the uh, the Justin Jefferson pass, who he held on to the ball too long. Like just, just should have got rid of it. What you know, KJ Osborne mm-hmm. would he would have been you know like the daylight or whatever, but he held on to the ball too long. But he's not a quarterback, so what can you expect? And then with our positives and negatives, I also had some, some, some not sure guys. I'm, you know, I'm not sure how, like, just not sure how to feel about these guys right now, which is, which is Dalvin cook. Um, he did have, he did have a touchdown. I think he had like 70 yards rushing or something. Um, but he just couldn't get it going today. Um, and I, you know, that probably has a lot to do with the Bengals defense. I'm sure their, their game plan for today was just to basically make Kurt Cousins. Beat them and shut down Dalvin Cook because why would you not do that?
2: That's gonna be every team this year. Yeah, yeah. You, can't, you gotta you gotta be able to win a game when you can't run the ball, right? So and, and we we have the weapons. We have yeah. the weapons to do so. So
1: and then bring I that on. I wasn't sure. You know, I did like I think early in the game, Xavier Woods made a nice play where he uh, knocked the ball out of a Bengals receiver's hand. But then I think he was also the guy who was supposed to be on the Bengals' tight end on the fourth and inches play, um, and I'm not sure if he, he and Breland were you know both to blame for the miscommunication on on the chase bomb, and then Tyler Conklin I think he had like four catches.
2: Yeah, it, I was going to say Tyler at, Conklin at, as
1: well. At, yeah, at the same time, I'm just the jury's still out. I guess he he looked looked decent. He had I think yeah he had a 27 yard catch. So had four catches for 41 yards but you know not 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 so sure yet i don't know if if irv Smith would have had a better day or not um but just just don't know those are some some guys i'm not sure about is there anyone you're still like maybe the jury's still out on on for you
2: um i i was i don't know what's going on i i thought Dede Westbrook would uh oh, yes. assume a bigger role in the offense um if he's gonna be you know a good punt kick returner he had a good return it was whatever. like 12 yeah. yards or whatever yeah and so, if that's his thing, like that's fine. If as long as KJ Osborne's going to produce, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, a little surprised to see Dede Westbrook not get too much burn. Um, we didn't run the ball well today, so I don't think there was a chance to get Alexander Madison in. Right, uh, mm-hmm. one, one carry for two yards. Um, I was I was pleased by um, Tyler Conklin, tight end, big catch. Yep. Uh, Nick Vigil, yeah, Well, today. So nice to see. Uh, no, Anthony Barr stinks. Um, also, I hope in in the next upcoming weeks. I I wonder if uh, we'll see Chris Herndon in the script yeah. a little bit more.
1: He had two targets, I think, today.
2: Yeah, uh, I think uh, he's got a lot of talent. We'll see. I, I think Jay Han made a great play today. I'm really happy he's a captain
1: after his two f- uh, full starts. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think he he uh, he embodies what the Vikings want to do. So yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think you mentioned earlier that Rashad Breeland kind of... you Yeah. Get Jamar
1: Chase. Well, then he got beat by what? Tyreek Hill in the preseason, too? And everyone's like, oh, it's just preseason. He's probably just, you know, saving his legs or whatever. And doesn't appear... That didn't appear to be, appear to be the case today. Um, But Joe Burrow's a good quarterback, too. And Jamar Chase is a really good receiver. So it's not like these are, like, chumps he's, he's going up against. And then we didn't even mention Patrick Peterson because I don't even think they threw... In his direction, which is, which is good.
2: Yeah, I think it's it's. I saw a tweet today um, that said uh, Cameron Danceler went from the number one corner on our team last wow. year to bottom of the depth chart. He was and inactive today. Yeah, I think I I feel bad for Cam Danceler, but I think that goes to show how much of this team has improved and over what? the past and, year.
1: And Mackenzie Alexander, he dropped an interception. Hit him right in the chest.
2: Yeah, he made some nice plays today. Um,
1: He did. He did. Job. Chris Boyd. (laughs) Chris Boyd wasn't terrible. He looked. He looked a lot better than I feel like he has in the past. Um, I'm stoked
2: about Michael Pierce. I can't lie. Yeah,
1: and I think Eric Kendricks had 15 tackles. Um, Would rather that him. I would rather nobody have like over 10 tackles because that means you're on the field for longer. Um, (laughs) I'm curious to see how the Vikings run defenses once Anthony Barr gets back because I feel like. He's a big factor in that. Well,
2: to me, it looked a lot like, uh, they weren't very gap sound on defense. It looked like they were pressing a lot. Um, so. And they missed a bunch of tackles. They did miss a bunch of tackles. I, I'm going to bring this up because the Fox announcer said, nobody's going to remember this, but there was a third down where Joe Mixon broke with Daniel Hunter tackle and then broke Harrison Smith tackle on third down
1: (laughs) the first. (laughs) Oh no. So Mr. Fox
2: announcer, I just want you to know that I remembered it and it was a
1: huge (laughs) play of the game. Um, that is big. You, you break those two tackles. You it was good. Pretty good. Yeah.
2: And it was in the fourth quarter. Um, so I don't think the, I, I think the issue tackling certainly, um, but I think that in terms of just playing their gaps, it looked like they were pressing, they were getting beat all day on the run. Mm-hmm. So it looked like they were pressing at some point. So there was one run where Joe Mixon was going, they were running, they run a lot of the similar zone concepts, the Rams run, obviously because Zach Taylor mm-hmm. came over from there, but uh there was a play where Joe Mixon cut it back left after going right, and everyone kind of flooded to the right. Nobody kind of stayed in their, nobody even stayed in their gaps. So he it just made the cutback so easy. And I just remember thinking if, if everyone or one person at least stayed in their gap there, then you could have made a tackle in the B gap, and it would have been a two-yard gain. Instead, it was like a 15-yard gain.
1: Yeah, I'm, wonder, I'm wondering how much the, the – like I guess an extra buy, but the two weeks off – for the preseason has to do with some of the performances we've seen from, from the Vikings or even just teams around the league. Like how much that has to do with, with some of the teams and the way they're, they're playing today. Cause the bills lost today too. They lost to the Steelers. Their offense didn't look yeah. that great. Uh, obviously the Packers are getting killed. Uh, I think the Texans had like 40 points or something like, you know, just like everyone predicted. Oh, well, that's your Bowl um, favorite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Of course, yeah. Put put money on them right now. um You know the the what the Colts. I feel like oh, the Chiefs won. Wow. Okay, the Chiefs they beat pulled, the then, they beat the Browns. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's so
2: classic. I had I was talking to my friend today. And of course they did. How the yeah how the Browns were up and he was like but yeah they're they're, they're still the Browns at the end. Of the
1: well, and it's the Chiefs. Like you could yeah, be up by twenty four points, like they were in what like was it the AFC championship or the divisional round a couple years ago? They like down like 24, nothing. They came back won like 48 to 24
2: against the Texans. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, uh, that's ridiculous. Um, Vikings have to play the Browns in like two weeks. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Kevin and, and they play fancy. the Seahawks in two weeks and the Seahawks won today as well. So every team actually, I guess the Browns are on one too. Um, but they, they look pretty good. um, so speaking of the next games, next week the Vikings will take on the Cardinals. I believe that the kickoff is it's a late game, it's an afternoon game. Uh, so it be three o five Central, four o five Eastern. In Arizona, Arizona won today. They beat the the Titans. They destroyed the Titans. They beat them thirty eight to thirteen. Chandler Jones had five sacks. Kyler Murray had four passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown uh deandre hopkins had two touchdowns so yeah uh the vikings got a lot of work to do uh for next week but you know we'll find out a lot probably a lot about them like how this is a good i feel like this is a good measuring stick game maybe for both teams for the cardinals because you don't you don't know about the the titans because they could be not that great this year um but i think the vikings if they win then people are going to be like oh okay like they're not you know terrible like everyone's maybe overreacting today
2: yeah i think that next week's game will be a bigger indication of the viking season than this week's game yeah i think the rust is very much still there which yeah. i mean kind of sucks because you know these games count now as we born but right. i think for arizona immediately tennessee is a very beatable team yeah. as soon as you start putting points up in a hurry and they can't just feed derrick henry so when, once you get them out of their comfort zone, then, I mean, the chiefs do it every year. They're a very beatable team. Yeah. Same with the Ravens who rely on running the ball and controlling the clock. So I think it was a perfect storm today for the Cardinals. I think Kyler Murray is incredible yeah. and not to take away anything from them. Uh, they names. certainly, they have names for sure. Hopkins, <laughs> Murray, Yeah, but I, I think, you know, is is Bar back next week?
1: What's the? I uh, what uh, don't, I don't know. I don't know if they want to rush yeah. him back because they had him practice and then he was like sore, I guess, or whatever. If it's like you're sore after and he was limited practice, so it wasn't like a full practice. So it's like if he's sore after practice, you know, it's a little worrisome. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm I'm really worried about Kyler Murray because the Vikings historic, just historically, have struggled against. Mobile quarterbacks. You look at Michael Vick and the the highlight that's always shown every time, anytime anyone talks about Michael Vick. Yeah, you know RG three in the past uh, when he was good. Uh, Cam Newton. He's he he's had some great games against the Vikings. Um, Just just mobile quarterbacks. Not really the thing that the Vikings mix well with. So I'm not really too thrilled to see how that goes because Kyler Murray might be the Him and Lamar Jackson, like, I feel like there's an argument to be made that Kyler Murray could be the best mobile quarterback in in the NFL right now.
2: Yeah, I certainly think he's – it just looks natural when he throws the ball versus Lamar, but not to say going anything from Lamar, but Kyler, it just jumps out of his hand. (laughs) I think that Kyler embodies the word scoot. Like when you say someone scoots, nobody has ever scooted in the history of scoot the way that – Kyler Murray And we got to mention
1: it's the Patrick Peterson revenge game.
2: Oh, well, there you returning, go. Returning it's, to Arizona. So he's going he's going
1: to be he's going motiv- to be motivated. Um I'm sure they will target him um next week just to be like hey, we know you're not good cuz he's he's probably going to line up against Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Um and those two have battled plenty of times in practice uh, at least last year. So, uh, it should be fun. I'm cautiously optimistic. I would say, I would say. I agree.
2: I, <laughs> I agree. I, I think that just goes with being a Vikings fan. Yes.
1: Yes, it does. Uh, that's all I got for you today. Dominic, where can people follow you on Twitter?
2: Yeah. Uh, still the same old, uh, Nucci underscore 17 on Twitter. Um, just, you know, looking <laughs> forward to, uh, Next week, I know tough, tough loss today. Going to try to shake it and go on to next week. But
1: looking forward to
2: uh, watching. We got Vikings football every every Sunday. What's there to
1: complain about? With crowds, real crowd noise. With so, real crowd noise, and there were a lot of Vikings fans in in Cincinnati today. I feel like there's going to be a lot in Arizona too. I think so. I think so. And uh, the division zone zero four. Divisions I could hear this. Four. I could hear the skull chant like over the announcers or whatever today. So I was like. Okay, all right. And then, you know, week 3 home game is going to be so loud. Finally, finally yeah. the Vikings get to have a loud their own loud crowd against the Seahawks. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, we
2: keep going to Seattle.
1: Finally. All right, that'll do it for today. Uh, make sure to subscribe to this podcast on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. But until next time, we'll talk to you later.